This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New reports from the Department of Agriculture shine a light on the current state of commodity supplies in the U.S. and around the world. Today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report dropped ending stocks for corn and soybeans, but U.S. commodities analyst Don Rose says that doesn't mean it will be hard to come by grain anytime soon. It's more how you react. Um, You know, I think it's uh, technical buying here again. Um, there's unknown whether China is going to continue to be a buyer at these higher prices. That's the question mark. And then also, does the yields come down in future reports, or did the government catch a lot of it? But bottom line on this report with these numbers, no shortage of grain in the U.S. or the world. The WASDE report also dropped corn and soybean yield within the range of trader expectations. Rose suggests that adjustment and acreage changes can be tied to the derecho storms that hit Iowa and Illinois last month. Ben Nully has more on Report Day in his coverage on agripulse.com. Weather conditions are setting producers up for harvest. Here's Ben with more. Early harvest conditions are looking ideal for the Corn Belt next week. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says rain is moving out in most places and will provide some producers a chance to get in the field. Some of those early planted areas, the western corn belt where crops are maturing, there may be some early opportunities for harvest. And the cold weather that's in place across the upper Midwest will also be relaxing. We'll see temperatures returning back closer to normal for this time of year. Some of the far western production areas as you get out in Nebraska and the Dakotas actually see a rebound to above normal temperatures for a time. So, yeah, early harvest efforts, for the most part, should be occurring under generally favorable conditions. Rippey says the western Corn Belt drought likely hit its peak and conditions should steadily improve moving forward. I really think we've kind of hit the apex of this western Corn Belt drought that's centered on eastern Nebraska and western and central Iowa. Part of that is the fact that we have seen some fairly appreciable rain this week that's not reflected in the latest drought monitor. And then other indications, again, with La Nina slowly starting to take the reins of U.S. weather patterns, we should see a cooler weather pattern evolve. We're starting to lose the evapotranspiration that makes it so difficult to just break even this, you know, in the summertime. On Thursday, the National Weather Service's Climate Prediction Center announced La Nina weather conditions have returned. Rippey says that means producers in the upper Midwest should brace for cold, wet, and snowy weather this winter. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Sign up for the first round of the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program wraps up today, and work continues behind the scenes on the next iteration of the program. California Democrat Jim Costa says he recently pressed USDA to include more specialty crop assistance when it announces CFAP2. And the trade mitigation funding that we've appropriated in Congress in the last two years, which I supported, is a pittance. Uh, I mean, you know, if you're given three cents or six cents a pound on cherries or 12 cents per hundredweight on milk products, I mean, that doesn't make up for the losses uh, because of what's occurred as a result of the, of the tariff war. He says USDA's next announcement should cover losses that took place after April 15th and cover those commodities most severely impacted by the coronavirus. There's more from Costa in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Finally today, agriculture's standing in the American public improved dramatically during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
According to a Gallup survey, agriculture was already among the most trusted industries headed into the pandemic, but it received an 11 percentage point increase in its positive rating among Americans. Overall, 69% of respondents view the industry positively, 19% were neutral, and 11% reported negative views for a net positive of 58 percentage points. The grocery and restaurant industries were also among the most positively viewed sectors. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board, representing America's clean diesel replacement fuels and produced in rural communities across the country. Biodiesel. Better, cleaner, now. Learn more at bettercleanernow.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.